The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. And my name is Chris Sheets from Kissing Country 103.9. Honored to be here today, uh, guest hosting for the afternoon news. And a very special day. The Show the Love campaign continues with the Alberta Cancer Foundation. We have a very special guest you're going to fall in love with. I've met her for five minutes, and I'm already in love with her. And you're going to be the exact same way as she tells her story, how the Cross Cancer Institute saved her life. And I know the song we're about to hear is going to really move her, like it's probably going to move you as well, as we talk to the pride of Flat Lake, Alberta, Canadian country music sensation Brett Kissel. We reached out to him this morning on the Kissing Country Morning Show. I thought, you know what? It would be a perfect opportunity to talk to him about the cross because I know he's got a personal experience and about a very special song that he released about a year ago. And uh, yeah, we asked him about the uh, importance of that hospital in his world. Absolutely. And the biggest thing is that, you know, being 50 years in a business that, you know, surrounded by, quite frankly, so much negativity and so much uncertainty and scary qualities. The cross cancer has been there for my family, was there for my mom when she was going through cancer. And the best thing, you guys, that I think they have to offer is the kindness and the compassion of their staff. Of course, they're second to none in the medical field, but their staff is so special that, you know what, when you're celebrating 50 years, there's no reason uh, why, you know, uh, other than their staff has been so terrific. Yeah, you know, and that's the, that's what today is about, too. Just, uh, you know, there's, there's so many more great stories that actually happen and people that, have, and, and the technology and the research and everything like that. But you're right, it's the people there that make the huge difference. And, and I thank you for saying that, and I know they'll mm-hmm. appreciate it as well. Uh, now, you wrote a very, very special song for your mom, and I think today is a timely day to kind of play that song. And I know many people have heard it already, and they've probably heard the story. But where did the song come from as we get set to play it on this 50th anniversary celebration day? Well, I'm awfully proud. Of, of this song and how it came to be. This is as much for my family as it is for Canadian families, obviously across our nation, who have been through cancer. This song kind of tells things from my dad's perspective and through my dad's eyes, um, you know, as he stood there supporting my mom and supporting the rest of the family. This is something that, you know, heaven forbid, if we ever go through it, my, my wife and I and our young family, these are the words that I would like to say. And so I've heard many stories from people across Canada saying that this has been a very special song for them and has told them, uh, you know, this has been their journey. So I'm really excited to dedicate this to anybody listening right now, and especially all of those who've been to the cross cancer and all of those who've worked at the cross over the last 50 years. Very well said. Thank you for joining us. Have a great time Thank in Nashville you. this week with the CMA Music Fest. You're going to rock there and do, do us all proud, my friend. Well, I appreciate that, guys, and have a great rest of your morning. She threw her brush across the room and hung up her dress. Said I don't feel pretty, my hair's all a mess Tucked her curls underneath a ball cap I just shook my head and said with a laugh Honey, I didn't fall in love with your hair Up or down, girl, I really don't care that's inside you That's why I stopped and stared I swear I didn't fall In love with your hair Sometimes I wish You could see where 
Afternoon news. There is Brett Kissel, and I didn't fall in love with your hair on this show. The Love Day, the 50th anniversary celebration for the Cross Cancer Institute. And Brett wrote that song like he thought his dad would have uh, appreciated it as he watched his mom go through uh, chemotherapy and treatments. Now, we've got a very special guest in the studio with us right now, Nancy Luckfussell. And uh, you had an aggressive form of lymphoma, and you say the cross saved your life. And you went through serious rounds of uh, chemotherapy, and you lost your hair just like that song and talk about how you, you you can't wrap your brain around it especially as a woman when you f- start to lose your hair right well and that's the thing they they warn you they say that your hair will usually fall out between your first and second round so i had uh, shoulder length long hair and about a week before um a week after my first treatment i had a hairdresser friend come over and cut it shorter and then i went back to work and on about the third day i was doing my hair and it started just to fall out in clumps into the sink and so that i had a friend who had given me a wig so i wore that wig to work that day to cover the big bald spot in the back of my head and then it just fell out in clumps so on the weekend my husband uh, helped me he shaved it all off in the end so it was just super short and you don't realize that you lose all of your hair, your eyelashes, your eyebrows, your mm-hmm. leg hair and, and everything. And um, as a woman, our hair is part of our identity, I guess as a man too. But Yeah, um, well, we're used to it, right? It, it, we accept that it's in my case anyway, no yeah. matter what, whether it's chemotherapy or not, it's probably going to go away. But that typically doesn't happen for a female, right? No, and um, you know, you 
you look in the mirror and you don't see yourself anymore, right? Your face has no eyebrows, which are often a frame of your face. And it's it's hard in this song, actually, that you played. Um, you know, it was out at the time that I had lost my hair. And, you know, some friends would send it to me and, and encourage me. Um, and my husband was big that way too, right? It, it wasn't. He said, oh, you're still beautiful who you are. And um, But it is. It's hard. And, you know, you go through different things. And I wore wigs when I was out in public, but I was an inpatient at the cross and I never wore wigs there. I think it was part of the solidarity and community of being a patient there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the day you, you stop wearing it and you go out in public with this either bald head or short head and uh, short hair, pardon me, mm-hmm. and and the comments people would make and the things they would say um, or how they'd look at you, right, with pity or, um, you know, one man in a grocery store said to his wife, don't you ever cut your hair like that. Mm. And I thought it's not cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would, you know, you do what you have to do, right? My husband and I had a saying, we, we would do whatever it takes to beat this. And um, as a family, we did. Mm-hmm. As a family, and I think because you're here today, you're uh, including the the people at the Cross Cancer Institute as family, right? Oh. Like how how quickly do as a, as a complete stranger when you walk in that doors uh, become a very very important to you, and then you quickly realize how important you are to them, right? Um, and that's the thing I look at. Uh, I can name several people at the Cross. Doctor Michael Chu is my savior, mm-hmm. um, but Danielle at the front desk. Michelle is an inpatient manager. Um, Kim, another nurse there, because as an inpatient, you know, it's funny, a lot of people visit the cross and they stay on that first floor and they don't realize on the third and fourth floors, there are people that spend 24 hours a day, two, three weeks at a time, three months at a time. And, uh, you know, you grow to be really close to those people. And, you know, even now when I go back to my checkups, I go up to the third or fourth floor and check in with some of those people and they'll still always be a part of my life. And, um, you know, I'm actually still visiting the cross as a patient, so they'll, uh, that that's a very important part to me. Yeah, the day that uh, you find out you have cancer, whatever form it is, it certainly changes your life and changes your whole perspective. You're a school teacher. Uh, prior to that, uh, you're just minding your own business with your husband and your family, right? And uh, then you get that word, and uh, all of a sudden, it's like now you've got to rely on others to, to help you survive. You do, and, um, you know, you go to that first appointment at the cross, and they have these whiteboards in the consulting rooms and they start writing stuff on them. And the, one of the first things he wrote was 50 to 60%. And he said, you know, you've got a 50 to 60% chance of being alive five years from now. And, you know, you, you look at that and you're taking everything in and he starts mapping out the treatment and mapping out all the side effects you're going to have and, and all the things you're going to do. And, you know, it's, it's surreal. But, um, you know, sadly, we know how many people deal with this on a daily basis. And uh, the, the people at the Cross and the Alberta Cancer Foundation can give you those statistics. But it's, I think, something like 43 people a day are diagnosed with cancer and of varying degrees. And uh, we are so, so very blessed to have some of the top-notch um, oncologists, hematologists, doctors in the world working right here in our community and giving such amazing care. And when you hear those statistics, the 50 to 60 percent, uh, I mean, those are not numbers you want to hear. But then you're, you're, you're clenching on that. Well, OK, that's over half. Right. Like in your brain, you're starting to, you know, I'm just kind of playing along yeah. with you here. Right. And uh, you're, you're going, well, it could be worse. Right. I'm a teacher. Right. So I right away go, OK, 50 percent. Let's say there was three kids. One got zero on the test. One mm-hmm. got 50 and one got 100. Mm-hmm. That makes a 50. Mm-hmm. So I said to my doctor right that day, I'm going to be the 100. Nice. And uh, at my checkup the other day, I joked with him. I said, so when are we writing that article? about this great patient and this great cure because, you know, we really did beat the odds. I had a 
a mass in my chest that measured 25 centimeters by 18 centimeters by five centimeters, mm. which is like a flattened football. And, uh, you know, is wrapped into my lungs, around my heart partway. And, you know, when, when some of the people that would see the radio, uh, the x-rays, they would look at that and say, how do you even breathe? How do you function? And um, we overcome some, overcame some pretty big odds. Mm. And like I said, it's, uh, it's a miracle, but it's also a lot of, uh, like, the care we get here and the yeah. medical knowledge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Miracles. I mean, you, you need some things to set you up for a miracle, right? I mean, this probably wouldn't happen if you were in some other places in the world and maybe even some other places in the country. I mean, who knows, right? Well, and that's the thing. Some of my roommates uh, lived in places like Grand Prairie. So one lady that I, I roommate, uh, I had for a period of time, you know, she was a mother of two twin boys, eight years old. Her husband was up in Grand Prairie. He had to take care of them. So basically, she was a here a lot of the time and uh, I think about those people and I think about uh, the cost uh, you know the jobs that you have to miss the work you have to miss to to be a patient and all those kind of things and that's why the patient financial assistance program is another uh, one that our family is very passionate about and has raised uh, with the help of my community and my friends over $35,000 in the last couple of years. And that's Fort Saskatchewan, right? That's Fort Saskatchewan, yeah. We've done a run called Kicking It Nancy style for a couple of years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have a lot of people that, that realize that there's a lot of people out there that need our help. Because, uh, unfortunately, the day you get diagnosed with cancer, um, somebody doesn't call you and say, you know what, unfortunately, you've got cancer, but the great news is all your bills are going to be paid. That That, does not happen. No, that's right. And it's even, we think even Alberta healthcare pays everything, but there's some prescriptions that aren't paid for, like your anti-nausea medication, which is pretty crucial. And if you don't have the right benefits or if you're as an inpatient, everything's covered. But the minute you check out or if you're a day patient, those things aren't covered. And so then you're making a decision. Do I put food on my table or do I take anti-nausea medication? And that's not a decision I wanted to have to make her, and luckily I was covered by benefits, but many people aren't. Nancy uh, Lecfacel, again, kicking kicking like Nancy, is that? Kicking the, it Nancy style. Kicking it Nancy style, that's uh, the name of the, uh, the, the the run that uh, that your friends and family have put together for you. Again, the Cross Cancer Institute Show the Love campaign continues today until uh, 7 o'clock tonight. If you've been touched by uh, cancer in any way, and I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing if you're listening, you have been. I mean, there's just, uh, you said your parents, you've just lost both of them in the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, you know, my dad didn't pass away from cancer, but he was diagnosed with a, a form of leukemia, and uh, my grandfather just passed away, and, uh, the, and my brother got diagnosed with cancer 27 years ago and went to the cross for treatments, and he's doing well. Uh, the reality is we're all going to be touched by it. The number to call, 780-391-7677. They're going to be taking your phone calls until 7. We're going to uh, talk a, a little bit more with this extremely special guest. I told you you'd fall in love with her, because I have. She's a miracle, and uh, her hair is not as long as it once was, but I think that look, I would have never oh. known that that wasn't your look like that that's a good look well i was joking the other day you know with my oncologist this is what happens when you get rid of all your skin all your cells and yeah. create brand new ones yeah. they come back even better than they were before so there this is go. the better improved hair even better nancy she's incredible we'll talk more with her with the show the love campaign continues It's the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. My name is Chris Sheets, uh, guest hosting for Jalen and Andrew today, and I'm thrilled to be here. I'm always thrilled to be on 6.30 Chet. I always consider it an absolute pleasure and honor, but especially on this Show the Love Campaign Day, uh, quite honestly, I don't think that the Cross Cancer Institute gets the credit that it deserves. I mean, we just, I think we've always kind of pushed it down because nobody wants to talk about the cross. And uh, joining us uh, today, Nancy uh, Lecfacel, again, uh, school teacher, principal, and uh, it was two years ago you got diagnosed with this? Yes, yeah. 
yeah. with this two, very two and a half years. Yeah, very aggressive form of lymphoma. We were talking about your children, who are the same age as mine, and uh, you know, you're you're now looking for the positives of this, not just within yourself, but within your family. And you believe your 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 children are actually better kids after helping mom and dad get through this, right? Yeah, and you know, even. Uh, they just have a different perspective, right? And a different appreciation for everything we have in life to not take things for granted and yeah. to look on the, the bright side of things. And just to share a, a funny story about my son, Duncan, about three or four months ago, he was uh, spent the day with his grandma at the cross. So she was diagnosed with myeloma. She had a bunch of appointments. So he spent the day taking care of her and, and hanging out with her. And mm-hmm. he came home and I said, you know, son, how was your day? And he says, well, mom, you know, I wish more people could see what goes on there. He says, that place is so busy. It's like West Edmonton Mall. People coming and going all day long. And, and like you said, Chris, people drive by that building every day and don't realize what's going on inside. And, and then I said, someone, what, what was the best part of your day? And he said, Mom, across the room I saw Dr. Chu. And I said, oh, did you say hi to him? And Dr. Chu was my oncologist. And he said, no, Mom, but he said, I felt like, like that was like seeing Connor McDavid to me. Mm. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, Mom. Like, because he's my hero, mm. you know, and uh, I told Dr. Chu that story, but that's, that's the kind of thing, right? Like you, you realize how grateful you are to have these people that have come into your life mm. and uh, your kids realize how grateful they are to, to have everything that we have, right? And it's, it's not the stuff you want. It's not the, the clothes and the cars and the toys. Mm-hmm. It's people. Right. And when people leave your life, you miss them. Yeah. And you have to cherish those moments and, and the good stuff you can't buy. That is just incredible. Um, yeah, your son sounds like an incredible young man. And again, yeah, he's got a completely different um, line of perspective. I don't think he's worried about his cell phone data plan, like you know, like uh, maybe some other teenagers are. For example, we got about a minute left in this in this part, and so the show, the love campaign, is on right now, and I think it's great because we're telling uh, the great stories from uh, of the Cross Cancer Institute. If people are listening right now, and and, and uh, they're considering maybe uh, calling the number seven eight zero three nine one seventy six seventy seven, why should they? Because you know what, you're making a difference and you're making a difference to everyone. And like Chris and I have said, I think I challenge anyone out there listening to tell me cancer hasn't touched their life. And if it hasn't touched you personally, it's touched someone you know. And I hope that you will give thinking of them and thinking of the people that use this amazing facility and all the great research and care that happens there. So thank you on behalf of all the families and all the patients. Continued great health. Uh, I can tell you're going to kick this thing just all the way to the finish line. That's I got the, I got another year before I'm I'm in the clear apparently. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, you just keep kicking it till then. I I actually have a new hero in my life too. Oh. And uh, this has been pretty special. You just again, if you can just if you could see what I'd see, you'd understand. And I think you can hear it through the the, the speakers this morning or this afternoon. I'm used to working in the morning. <laughs> Nancy Lecvisel, thank you so much for joining us again. The show the love campaign continues, and uh, you just continue to do what you're doing. It's awesome. Thank you very much, Chris. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jalen. Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.